Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Wakanda. Welcome back to Homo Superior. Yeah. I'm Kalen. Clark. Adam. And Brent. Cool. So we had some news to talk about. First up, Marvel Fresh Start. It's yet another reboot. Um, and they're starting off with a new Avengers number one, but they're also keeping the same numbering that Avengers has been, uh, had for many years. So they're going to do number one and, and eventually get to number 700. No, it's going to be both numbers on, on the comic. Oh, got it. That makes because sense. Because that was the, that was the thing about Marvel is that it, the numbers were so easy to follow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so it's kind of like they're trying to have joking. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now they've got two numbers on each page. Yeah. So we'll be reading issue number three and also 478. In the future when there's like a, like in a wreckage that's like destroy the country, but there are like still libraries left, there will be the Marvel decimal system. That's like the way that you order things in, in libraries that no one will be able to understand. So Avengers number one is going to be... Um, uh, written by Jason Aaron, who's a very good writer. He wrote X-Men for a while. He wrote uh, Star Wars for a while. And uh, it's going to be drawn by uh, Ed McGinnis, who drew an issue of Astounding X-Men. And both Aaron and McGinnis had a run of X-Men called Amazing X-Men, where they brought Nightcrawler back, back like three or four years ago. Mm. So, good writer, good artist. Uh, the lineup is... Good there. man. Terrible father. It's sort of an option. It's a launch point from the Marvel Legacy book that came out That's right, And I was going to... Yeah, which is weird. The, the whole thing is kind of weird. It's like, they're trying to make this like, this is a whole mm. new fresh start, but Marvel Legacy came out like a few months ago. Already tried to it. Yeah. yeah, and so it just feels like, oh, yet another like restart for Marvel. But just so I can be clear, because so, I didn't read many of those books that spun out of Marvel Legacy like they did move forward and now they're just moving forward again like yes and no because the intergalactic empire of Wakanda is like mentioned that's come but like they never but, did anything with it until now until now okay yeah they're just launching the Legacy no, no, that, series that was just whatchamacallit it was Jablonski. Yeah, it was CJ Jablonski. You yeah, mean just planning ahead? I it was. Know. It was very much like <laughs> in stasis, and I think it was because of the editor in chief's, like you know, like with Alonzo leaving, Sibulski coming on board. Would as, you say as, there was some editor in beef? No, I would oh, not that say sounds that. Sounds delicious. <laughs> Can I get that tartar? <laughs> well done. <laughs> Um, but like the lineup for Avengers is going to be, it's going to be the big three again. They're bring Steve Rogers, Tony Stark, and Odinson, and then they're going to have got a new Hammer. Who's got a new Hammer? And golden arm. Where's Jane? Where is she? Yeah, is Who it gonna be cares? Thor? Um, we don't know where she's going to be. Um, if she's not dead, cancer not got dead. her. Does she still have cancer? <laughs> she still has cancer. She's super right. cancer. She had cancer. I didn't know that. Yeah. No one ever told me. I never. I love that your voice went up like four octaves. I was so cancer. I'm so nervous about her. Yeah, Brent's been sick this whole week, and it sounds very weird. What about what about Iron? Also, why the fuck are we jumping into this podcast without explicitly talking about where I have been for several? No one cares. Oh, but I said in the Black Panther thing I'd give a recap, and I don't really have much to report. The mystery is why you came back. No one wanted you back. Uh, I said I explosive diarrhea, and Clark agreed. (laughs) <laughs> you said that about me. There were explicitly yeah, no, like there were explicitly a lot of uh, fan letters and fan mail sent to other people because I don't get them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because no one sends letters in 2018. Yeah, the one guy uh, who liked you actually thought you were Clark. 
Oh, that's right. I still remember that. Nuts. Uh, uh, no, I've been. I've been uh, so Black Panther's going to be on. Him. That makes sense. No, wait. Where were you? I've been preparing for a improv tournament. As you can tell, I'm much better now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're really, you're really yes ending this podcast. <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, Would you like then, to quit? No, I've been doing that. Oh, and then I needed to visit. I needed to visit my mom. She had heart surgery recently. Well, so. how's Pat doing? She's good. I'm going up there next week, so I will hopefully be here, but I may miss it. Um, but if I do, you'll know that it's for a good reason. You're like our sporadic member. I know. You won't, you won't be here, but you will be missed by not you guys. No, I was Aww. saying a nice, sincere thing. That's, because that, I can't tell by your voice. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, pity saves a pity earned. <laughs> you put an onion in your belt, you see. Yeah, because the style of the time. Oh Give me five uh, pieces for a quarter. Say. Um, so, <laughs> are you done with your like backstory? Uh, a, yeah, that's the most interesting part of the podcast. You can turn it off now. <laughs> well, uh, no, I'm like, I'm like curious so they've mentioned nothing about all the other characters well it's just this is the first start so it's, it's this avengers title it's got the big three is black panther's gonna be in it the jen walters hulk yeah which is, is she is coates gonna be writing for black panther still? yes ton okay. coates will be still writing for black panther that he's gonna write the intergalactic it's the yeah it's the wakandan empire do you know what's weird Inter-Gal- is that every time i say ton coates i always have to say his full name Ta-Nehisi. like Either part of his name isn't good enough to remember. No, it's because he's got such a wonderful name. Yeah, like the whole it's, thing. It's yeah. There are people that have full names or not. So did you but know I say I... Adam Kasari, and I'm like, both of those are shitty parts, but I still say them together. Adam so, Kasari, a mean. Yeah. Did, mean. I, did you know that I used to work with Tanahisi's sister? No, I didn't know you were a degree from being important. Yeah. <laughs> Two degrees from being yeah. important. Yeah. I assume she's great. Yeah, she's lovely. Yeah, so uh, they've got the Avengers title, um, Ghost Rider's going to be in it too, Robbie Reyes, uh, is there another <coughs> character I'm missing? Captain gonna be- Marvel. Captain yeah. Marvel, which makes sense as well. <laughs> and then the Black Panther is going to be like a new number one, Tiny Hasty's still writing it, as we said, it's all about the intergalactic empire, and then I'm sure Marvel will keep talking about what some other new issues are, like Quicksilver number one is a miniseries. Mini-series. Written by the guy who writes Black Bolt, and is going to be writing the new Exiles he's book. he's writing Abbott as well. Which I need to start reading. I've heard it's great. It's only been one issue so far. But you liked it, right? It was really good. Who's Abbott? Uh, Abbott is... What? <laughs> Who's Abbott? Oh, it, Abbott's <laughs> name of a character. It's it's not in the Marvel Universe. It's like a standalone thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's like a... She's a black detective. Is that right? Hmm. Yep. Always being followed by mummies and werewolves, or...? Yeah, there's there's a... A magical aspect to it. So okay, yes. all right. Yeah. Uh, we, does she have a partner named Costello, or no. what's going on? This yeah, is in the seventies. Yeah. Okay. Not I finally got that reference. Thank I you. was like, "Where are you going with Thank that?" Thank you. I didn't go very far. I, I didn't want to give it to you. Uh, <laughs> we also it. forgot that Doctor Strange is going to be a rotating member, or at uh, least a guest member for a show. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you. You know, they got to shove every so, single character from the MCU into the, the Avengers comic book. Look, I'm sure it's going to be a fine title. Both will be. I mean, and I'm intrigued to see what other revamps are happening. But if Marvel wanted to make a big splash about like we have a new number one, whatever. Why not start with Fantastic Four number one? That would be such a signal to like everybody. It's like holy crap! Come back, yeah. Like Man. there hasn't been a Fantastic Four title since like 2014 or 2015. Read Marvel two and one. 
Marvel 21 is supposed to be really great, and I want to read it, but, like, I mean, bringing both Reed and Sue back with along with Johnny Storm and, and Ben Grimm, I think would be a huge... Would be a huge signal for Marvel. Read Marvel 2 and 1. It's all about them and on the hunt for them. They're not going to spoil it that quickly. So yeah. they're just going to keep going until read that's... Read it. They're going to save it. it for the next fresh start read a year it. from now. Read it. All right, we right will. Um... But then I can't have you yelling in my ear about how I need to read it. You're so lucky. <laughs> what, if, what if Clark was not here to yell at you in your ear about reading Marvel 2 and 1, one and 2? Brent, do you have any two plastic bags? Yeah, sure. Under the uh, counter <laughs> on the left side. I also have brown paper bags below that. If you want to use... Yeah, right next to the... Uh, on the right side. This is important for a podcast. This? No, no, no. On the left shelf. Left shelf. <laughs> second one. Lower... <laughs> Down left, down there. Yes. Uh, yep. Do you see the brown paper bags near the cool, the wine cooler? That little cooler. <laughs> Where's plastic bags? Uh, the plastic bags are just above that. If you go <laughs> just north of that. This is some random. <laughs> no, but no, they're like yeah. So use no, your eyes. Oh, I don't know what you mean. I've got those. Those. Clark is not feeling very well today, and this is now like a this. Can I take this? Yeah. Yeah, take sure, it. Sure, have it. Go ahead. Thank you. All right. Okay, so let's keep going. <laughs> Back to comics. Um, uh, so Kitty Pride and Colossus are getting married. Yeah. Uh, she proposed to him in X-Men Gold. They're going to have their own one-shot. Written by Chris Claremont, uh, the guy who created Kitty Pride. Yeah, he is. I don't know, but you, oh, they're, oh, they had that. The, we never watched the documentary about her. Remember oh, with the shitty, yeah. the yeah. shitty commercial. Yeah, we gotta watch that with like all the terrible cosplayers. And the Actually, they're great cosplayers, but it was just a weird, like weird, weird, weird uh, preview. But uh, the cover is very bizarre. It's drawn by a guy named J. Scott Campbell, who was really big in the Image days, like in the late '90s, early 2000s. He had a comic called Danger Girl. And he wrote for I a love comic. Danger Girl. And he wrote a comic for Wildstorm called Gen Thirteen. Yes. Uh, and ironically, it was supposed to be called Gen X, but when uh, ah. Generation X, the original, the nineteen nineties version, came out, uh, it uh, they had to change the name. But the the cover looks really weird. It looks like Kitty is like phasing out of Colossus. Wait, I never saw the cover. It looks oh, like a weird like, fan art cover. It's bizarre. It just Here looks it like I don't know. The whole thing looks very... Like, the wedding special text looks weird. The whole cover just does not sell this momentous occasion. Of which, I guess, it's not really that momentous. Cause it's because not both that of them look like they're in, like, a community theater where they have to do, like, jazz hands. <laughs> and they're like, and this is our big number. It's yeah. it's Colossus and Little Girl. Colossus and Little Girl. <laughs> hey, that could be our new code name. Uh, she doesn't, hasn't had one in a while. Pretty interesting. So there, it's going to be picking up. What was it? So there's a whole arc in X Men 26 through 30. That's a pretty sizable amount of titles. I feel like as an arc for Gold, because right. I mean, what Negative War was only was that four issues? Yeah, but this is like just a one issue Negative. special they're doing. No, but I'm just saying, like, I'm excited. I'm interested to see the lead up to the wedding. I'm not. I, mean, I don't really care. I'm not excited for the wedding. <laughs> You just excited for the lead up, like you yeah. want to. Well, you want to see the rehearsal dinner. No. You want to see the bachelor Guggenheim. party. No one wants to read that. <laughs> see, right. yeah, what Clark said. Also, Ooh. apparently, Guggenheim is writing the royal wedding, so I don't know if you're excited about that at all. But it's going to be as interesting. 
What the hell is mm. that? Oh, no, the British royal. royal. Yeah. Yeah. Pop gold. Don't let him trap you. <laughs> you capture. I'm setting up my own bits over here. That's uh, <laughs> so going to miss. Yeah, fuck, I wrote my joke because you said it was a one shot. I was like, I can tell you it's already going to be a miss. Get it? Yeah. One shot. Batman. Got it. Batman. Um, There's no pun. Almost a brewer won't jump yeah, on. Yeah. Well, no. It's like, my, a, it's like a grenade, right? I, prior to the start of this podcast, my new bit is supposed to try and find any ways to Batman based on a conversation. So, Kaylin, you ruined my joke because I was going to lead into that at some point. But I'm going to give it another shot. And it's what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? You're going to take like a shot? What do you mean? Shot. Batman every Gunshot. Deadshot. He's doing six degrees of Batman. Arrow. Deadshot is a Batman villain. Batman. <laughs> it's already there. It's already, you already there. He added steps. You added steps for a step you didn't need. I also like that all the <coughs> words were just shot. Yeah. Yeah. Bloodshot. Clear shot. Shots. Sure shot. Shots. Shot shank. <laughs> stop stop Morgan Freeman <laughs> Morgan uh, oh, oh Lucius Fox Fox Batman <laughs> no that's <clears throat> I won't say it's good but it's not bad either um so yeah that's coming out uh don't really care but I'm sure we'll read it and we'll shit on it <laughs> so um one thing I forgot to mention we did our Black Panther podcast the other day uh the movie is wonderful one of the things that uh was I think was missing from the film was a lack of LGBT representation. It's not that it was there was a lack of it. It was that they there, it, it exists and it didn't exist in the movie. Yeah. So in the comics, the some of the world of Wakanda. World of Do you Wakanda want to would, explain it, Clark? No. Okay. <laughs> so the Dora Milaje, which are the the royal guard, they're all the all female royal guard of uh, the Black Panther. Okoye was is the general of it in the movie. In the comics, uh, I don't remember which characters have the lesbian relationship. Who is A-Y-O. it? A-Y-O. I-O? And then somebody else. So yeah. It also starts with an A. And it was a spinoff from Ta-Nehisi Coates' Black Panther series, and they introduced... Full their- name only. Full name only. Uh, <laughs> the Atlantic's Ta-Nehisi Coates. <laughs> yeah. uh, they introduced their relationship within the comic, and I thought it was incredibly progressive. Mm. I thought it was really cool. And I wish they had done that in the movie, and I think... Uh, Okoye, like, uh, it would have been interesting if to, like, make her, like, have a same-sex attraction to maybe another Dora, Dora Milaje or, like, to, to another character within Wakanda. Yeah, I was, feel like it was a missing they thing. They wrote the scene, but they never filmed it. What was the scene supposed to be? I don't remember who it was supposed to be, but there was a people dancing and one person look across the room and she looks back. Well, because they tied the plot line to her, and then I, f- I don't know his name in the movie or Kabi. Yeah. Was that his name? Yeah, yeah. the rhino. Mm. Yeah, the get yeah, out, yeah. get out guy, uh, the rhinoceros. No, no, he's telling you to get out. Yeah, he doesn't want like, you here. Get out guy. Uh, yeah, like I just, I think I'm assuming for plot, which is still, it's not a good answer because I think there's a better way to have made them like friends, and that might even had even more of an impact that they were like warrior friends, and that's why they like had a yeah, because the romance like, was completely yeah necessary yeah they correct. didn't even show them like being intimate with right. Other, so it was it a bit been... disappointing to have that written out for no reason. And I, I, I wonder if that was like a studio note because I mean I think uh, the director is what's his name Ryan Coogan yeah Coogler. Ryan Coogler. I jumped into it thinking Coogan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was Ryan Ryan Coogan. Okay. Uh, I mean, he's very. Pro- look it up. Yeah, he's very very progress. And like, I feel embarrassed. I don't remember his last name. But yeah, like, it was Coogan. I don't know his first name. It's Ryan. 
Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there you go. that puzzle. Yeah. How Ryan much superior symbol? <laughs> um, Kugler. I told you it was Kugler. I win. No, Coog. you didn't. You didn't. I said Kugler. I just uh, literally said Kugler. You Coog. said Kugler. Yeah. Kugler. <laughs> Uh, never mind. No, Go but he is, he is very progressive, and I think it would have been... Sorry, it is Ryan Coogan. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It is Ryan Coogler. It's Ryan God Coogan. damn you. It's Ryan uh, he's a very progressive director, and I think it would've, he would have put that in there, but I almost feel like... I wonder if it was like a Marvel studio note. It's like, oh, like... Disney Disney have lesbians? Or Disney note. But, and like, Disney's very progressive, too. I don't I don't know. It's just like, I don't think... Has there been any I same... Think, there's been no same-sex, like, relationships or... Even same-sex attractions yeah. or characters in any of the MCU films. I think all it was was just to make... They probably... If there was a note, it was probably just, like, too many characters. There needs to be more emotion between... Like, someone probably just thought by making them lovers, it would be more interesting to have them have a stalemate on the battlefield as opposed to if they were, like, friends. I mean, do you think that if they had, like... Because she was an ex. The leader was the ex of the rhino guy. Wakabi, yeah. Uh... You know, if it was just played by a woman instead, do you think they would have been like, "Oh, it's just too many women in the lead roles"? No, I think they're. I think because that's a problem in film. No. Too much female representation. I think it would have been. Yeah, a, look, I'm not saying it's a perfect world. I'm saying you're making trade-offs. So, I think it would have been a weird character flow that, like, I mean, he would. We already talked about on the podcast that Wakabi was like a not necessarily the greatest character arc in the first place. That like he mainly made the decision. To revolt because he was like, "Oh, this guy avenged my father, and that's about all I have." He doesn't need he another brought, bad guy. He brought in. Well, they also because he brought in Claw. Well, that's like, what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, he yeah, avenged yeah. the father's death by him bringing in Claw. Yeah. But also, what, what differences make? Women have fathers too, and like also, they already had the stilted dialogue of like, "Hello, my ex lover." Well, I think it's was pretty. I think it's like a move. Well, I think it's a movie trait that most side ma- like. I think it'd be less, even less believable that a side female character would somehow have this incredibly duty-bound honor because so, they would be intelligent enough to what? see that. That's what the main character. That's what the main warrior. Woman I think. Had. I think we're all overthinking this, and I kind of wish Aaron was here for this part of the podcast too. I'm wondering if there was a, if it was an honest decision because they didn't want to offend like an older black crowd who tend to be more culturally conservative, especially when it comes to that's LGBT stuff. Racist, Kalen. I think it's... I'm just kidding. I actually... I'd be interesting to see. I, I mean, I would love to get that input, and I, I really... Again, I wish Aaron was here to talk about this stuff, because, you know, um, I think, like, homophobia can... can yeah. ...can manifest in, like, different... When, in, in, like, different cultures and different <laughs> some, some studio exec was like, this is progressive enough, thank you. We'll stop the script right now. That might be... That sure might be true. Yeah. But, and, they definitely weren't the same executives <laughs> for the car commercial with MLK. But, like... <laughs> like what I, but what I loved about, like, what Ta-Nehisi did was, um, <coughs> like, if you have Wakanda, a culture that is untouched by... Uh, Western imperialism. You wouldn't have, and and you would you would believe it's untouched by like a Judeo Christian Abrahamic yeah. puritanical religion that like homosexuality would not be seen as a sin, and you know you could have same sex coupling, uh, and it just be like a part of life like it was in ancient Greece, it was in like other parts of the world that were you know that like didn't have that moral moralism coming from. Uh, moralism in quotes coming in from uh, Abrahamic religion. Just... I think though that if it, this was to me, it does kind of feel like I didn't realize how big it was in the actual comics, because then it is a wasted opportunity that you got a very you know 
strong, powerful character who just happens to be gay. Right. Uh, just, it, I think people would have gone, yeah, whatever, still a badass. Yeah, yeah. it would have been the split scene, I mean, like, the scene you're describing, perfect, really easy, yeah. like, yeah. there's no intrinsic relationship to Well, the and they, they actually did the same thing in Thor with the Valkyrie character, because she was supposed to be, they were supposed to show her, like, you know, being attracted to women yeah. as well, and they completely... They hinted at it a little bit in, like, the scene where, like, the, the blonde-haired Valkyrie dies. Yeah, she, um, protecting her. Protecting her, and, like, you know, you, you could you could infer that there was a sense of intimacy beyond friendship and, or camaraderie there. So that's, like, yeah, the one... Yeah, Wonder Woman actually did it I was well. going to say, that's the one thing that DC Movies has on Marvel. Yeah. Like, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did it. They did it quite well. I felt. Um, but so I think that was like. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Black Panther is a phenomenal film. It's one of the best superhero movies ever made. I think Black Panther should have been gay. I think. I think Captain America should be gay. I think that they all should just blow each other. You know. You're just watch. Okay. Just watch your Sean Cuddy porno, Malone. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be into that. Yeah. I'd watch it. I'd watch it. There is that. There's that porno for Justice League. Did you ever see that? No. Fucking Manila Luzon, the drag queen's in it as Wonder Woman. Oh, she's Wonder Woman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that looks fucking I'm hilarious. sure it's better than, like, Zack Snyder's Oh, it's, men. it's men.com is, like, the series. The previous Oh, men.com's so pretty hot. It looks, like, super high budget. It's so Let's funny. Check that out later. Yeah. Or check it out now. Um, so, speaking of... Let me give my quick 30-second... Oh, yes. Right, since I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. I fucking loved it, except for the second act. The pacing was um, really bad. I agree. And I literally had 10 minutes where I was like, oh, no, I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm yeah. bored. And then as soon as he, uh, Black Panther, quote unquote, died, that's when I loved it again. Mm-hmm. Like, there, it was. They, Killmonger was gone for far too much. And yeah. Alert, the world building was so amazing mm-hmm. that when he showed up, I was like, oh, gosh, this is going to be blah, blah, blah. I and think. I ab- oh, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I absolutely loved what they did with Man Ape. Yeah. Oh, he was great. They made it unracist as shit. Yeah. By calling him not Man Ape. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Jury. Jury. She's my yeah. favorite fucking character. Yeah. Jury was so good. great. Shh, shut up, white man. What a great She's line. So fucking good. And, and one other thing, I just. She's say the new Disney princess. Sorry. Yeah. What like... happened to the girl that Killmonger was making out with like crazy? In the ambulance. Uh, oh, he, he shot, shot, her. shot her. Really? Yeah, he, he shot her. Like, with, with, oh, like, I missed that. He shot her to get to. Oh, that was the whole. Oh. Yeah, that was the yeah. whole point. No, he well, was that, very... That's the point where I got bored. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, they should have kept her alive for some woman-on-woman fighting at the end. But just the same, that was very weird. Where he just like immediately like face stuck to her face immediately. Oh, oh yeah. no, I think it, I think it was a really I, interesting character trait for Killmonger to show. I like really this guy, this guy is like he'll he'll do anything to get what he wants, yeah, and he'll right. shoot somebody who he ostensibly Poor likes Barry's. or loves. Yeah, but then he's like a misogynist. Well, she was or... a real she was he's a real like a character. Right? She was supposed to be Nightshade, wasn't she? That was like a whole thing that I read that like she was. Like, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, she Maybe. was supposed to be Nightshade that Maybe. got killed. Yeah, they There's, they didn't name her, yeah. so it doesn't matter. What there's the article in the Atlantic, I think, that got posted today, maybe, which was the one I an excellent write yeah, up about about Killmonger being such a great villain. Yeah, because there's like it's like it's first of all, it's amazing that people are even writing about. Um, the like movie in such a way that people are analyzing the characters whereas like you can't really do that with many marvel movies i think it's it's just it it no it's absolutely great it's just like you know when you can have art uh make people think that way it's something that's supposed to be very commercial big budget be part of a major studio be part of like a 20 movie series 
and it's actually making people think. I think you know, kudos to MCU for doing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, well, Kevin was it Kevin Feige said it was like the best movie they made for the MCU, which I yeah. agree with. I would I would definitely put it. It's in my top. It's in five. my top three. Top three, maybe. Yeah. I have to I have to think about it. From a again, I reiterate what I think I said at the podcast was like it's a fifteen out of ten from a cultural impact perspective. Well, certainly. And certainly from a business perspective. Aaron is not here to bark at you. <laughs> no, Don't worry about it. For all no, of but I opinions. I think it is just I mean like I, regardless of like my own interpretation was like it's so nice to see like not even my own representation in movies. Like it's so nice to see something different. It just felt very different. I think that's so good. Oh, no, 100%. It was wonderful. And I think they handled so much of it so well. There there were a couple decisions that we talked about in the last podcast that I didn't agree with, but mostly I didn't like some of the green screen stuff. Mm, You mean the um, rhinos? Uh, that the, the spe- rhinos look terrible. To me. The final fight between Kill Raven, uh, oh, yeah. not, uh, Kill Raven, cannot Kill Raven. Sorry, doesn't another Marvel character, Killmonger and Black Panther, uh, was I, I, that was I, a little weak. It was a little weak, um, but um, it was just a wonderful movie. <laughs> so uh, keeping on the Marvel train on uh, adaptations, um, a very popular book right now, especially with uh, like younger people, Still is Moon Girl and. Uh, Devil Dinosaur, especially the the Scholastic deal they had, and they're uh, developing it into a TV show. And Marvel is pitching into like some of the their like Disney affiliates. Um, I'm confused by how that will work. What do you mean? From the perspective of CGI and the Devil Dinosaur himself, because I'm assuming it's going to be cartoon. So much of it is that he is. I think I thought it was going to be cartoon. I don't think there would be a way to easily. I think it'll be a cartoon, but I mean, they also, not that it was great, but they did a dinosaur with um, Runaways, too. Yeah. And this Old one is Yeah, but we're talking like, big. yeah, we're talking like building-sized dinosaur running a Look, they, they're building, I mean, not that this will have the same budget as Game of Thrones, but you have dragons in Game of Thrones, and so, like, it That's can true. be done. It can be done. This is, I, we're not talking about the 90s, you know, where everything looks cheesy. Yeah. No, I like the series. It'd be, I think it would be a great... I think it would be a great show because, like, reading. I think I read what two of the trade paperbacks, and mm-hmm. like it was the part where there was her introduction, and then there was uh, when fucking Captain Marvel's or one of the Kree's like son shows up. I forget what his name is. It's like Narvel, Narhar, something like that. But he shows up. Narhar, Narhar, get that. Narhar, you must get yeah. Narhar, Narwhal, Horn. Uh, Minotaur. Horn. Horns. Horns. Batman. Batman. <laughs> what are you pointing at? You left the faucet on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear you. is in Brent's bat cave here. Uh, Batman. Nailed it. <laughs> You're getting a real good... Yeah, you guys are finally understanding the spatial dimension of what No, I think I'm just so... Yeah. I'm just so tired and hungry that I'm turning into you. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, no, no, I, I think it would play out really well as a, an episodic structure, especially as, like, more of a kid show. I think it could be the uh, runaways that people would enjoy. Uh, yeah, I am excited for it. I'm glad that, like, they're going to do an adaptation for it. Um, and they have uh, Miss Marvel, which is also really big with, like, uh, like younger uh, younger Marvel fans in, like, an Avengers cartoon. And I, I think it'd be great if they did, like, a standalone thing Ooh, for Marvel. Yeah. What is Dino Girl's thing? Oh, uh, She's one of the not Dino Girl, smartest Moon Girl. people Moon Girl. in the world. Yeah, She's like top five, top one. I don't know. The hot list of smart people that you always like to rattle off. 
So it's a play. It's Forbes top five <laughs> smartest people. Yeah, uh, it's one of the. Uh, it's a play off an old Marvel series called Moon Boy and Devil Dinosaur, and it was like they were like aliens, basically. Moon Boy uh, was kind of a monkey. He was yeah. kind of he had he was an ape like yeah like alien, and then they decided to do Moon Girl uh, and Devil Dinosaur, and she was just a really really She's smart girl. She's an human. Lou was she is an inhuman. Lou, Lou, they killed off Moon Boy. Yeah, and like the first issue. Something. Because he's fighting the gang of other moon men that then come to planet Earth to find... They were chasing after some a MacGuffin, I think. It was some orb. Oh, uh, that sounds like a Marvel comic. Yeah. Was it the MacGuffin orb? The MacGuffin Magorb. No. No. Magorb. Batman. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Magorb, Chief McGillicuddy. Stop driving into the ditch. <laughs> I can't help, but I'm just so attracted to it now. So, yeah, it'll be good. Uh, I'm excited that Marvel is doing this. Uh, so, yeah. So, we got three comics to talk about this week. Oh, comics. Astonishing X-Men. Are we, we going to say anything about Legion? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, the trailer. For TV all about it. trailers, super Legion. special. There was Jessica Jones and Legion. Jessica Jones still looks boring. Yeah, it looked like it was like made of pieces of Jessica Jones the TV series. Season season. one, like, like it was like a fan made season two trailer. <laughs> that is fair enough. Her character has not really developed at all from the Defenders, especially. It just, I mean, we'll obviously watch it, but it just nothing is compelling about it. I mean, Legion. it's still the best one of. I mean, it was it was definitely the best of the four series thus Daredevil far. Daredevil season two yeah. is better. Yes, really? Daredevil series two is hundred percent. Daredevil know. season two is better. Uh, it's more cohesive. It's a better story. Pigs. I'm glad people uh, came around to season two. Twelve issues of the same thing. Uh, it's or because Kingpin wasn't in it very much. Boring. That's why. And Electro was really good. And Punisher was good. But um, Legion, the trailer for season two, <clears throat> is so compelling. You've got Aubrey Plaza who played the Shadow King uh, in the first season. Farouk. Farouk, wonderful villain, scary as fuck. Such a great show. That season's so good. It's so good. Um, where she is just like talking to the camera. It's like black and white, and then they show clips of like what's going to happen in the second season. Did we do? Did we ever do a recap? Did we do like a summary of that? No, we we didn't. So yeah, we're left at the end of the season with uh, Shadow King and uh, what the hell's his name? It's the guy from the Flight of the Concords. Like driving yeah. away, Jemaine yeah. Clement. Yeah, yep. exactly, Jemaine. Who's uh, he's playing? Uh, what's his face? Is uh, Gene Smart's hus- ex-husband? Yes. Oh fuck! I, remember, I was just like finished the season again, and then so they're off trying to find it. Seemingly Professor X, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, David's father, and then David got sucked up by a fucking floating like orb. Wait, what? I don't remember Do you guys not part. remember this? It was an end of credit scene. Oh, I don't remember seeing the end of credit. Oh scenes. my god! Oh, I didn't see that. You fucking idiots! It's like oh, I'm an idiot. Yes, for being I a normal human you. being. No, I. How did you guys not read about that or like know about it? The, I didn't know about the that. The fact that production studios have put it in their mind that we should wait two hours to the credits it are gone in order so... to see any other part. Of the movie is bullshit. I'm fucking sick of it, and I fucking hated Civil War for doing it with Captain America. That was the most infuriating garbage. Anyway, wait, was that the one where he's like, "Why are you still watching?" Hey, this movie? some people wait. Persistence is a oh. poor virtue, but geez, Louise, guys, did you make a good choice? Oh, Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I paid you for this. That's funny. Um, wait, was that? That wasn't Civil War. That was another one, wasn't it? No, it was, was it? Was it Iron Spider Man? 
It was Spider-Man. Oh, you're right. Spider-Man. It was Spider-Man Homecoming. Well, fuck you, Spider-Man. No, 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 no. Yeah, it was. It was because it was the video I'm of Captain burn America down from the. It was the video yeah. from Captain. Oh, America. yeah. So that's you're right. It was Homecoming, which was a great use of the character. In that yeah. Movie. Um, yeah. So anyway, well, I guess it's, it's a war criminal. It's. <laughs> <laughs> It's David and what's his girlfriend's name? Shit, I don't remember. Her. I, don't remember. I, I really well, like don't remember. I touchy handsy. They're like sitting on a balcony at Gene Smart's house, and then all of a sudden, this weird floating orb just comes up to them, and they're like, "Oh, hey, orb!" And then the fucking thing just like <laughs> zaps him, <laughs> absorbs him, and then just floats away. And she's just like, "Uh, David," da- and she's just like yelling at it. And I know, maybe just, I like, did see this. I it feel was like so you sure had it to was have. Like, it was uh, I gotta rewatch Because the it. whole idea, like, and it was actually really interesting what the writer had said, which is, like, he wants, because of uh, David's personality and the fact that he's, like, you know, potentially schizophrenic and, like, very out there, he has to be, like, the season is going to be written, or seasons are going to be constantly written, where, like, he can't settle. Because in a perfect world, like, he'd be able to just exist figure himself out, calm down, learn about what's going on, and just go do something. But it has to be a constant conflict, and he has to be keep moving from bad situation to the next because it keeps him, uh, you know, it keeps it interesting and keeps it active, which I think for his character is very good because I think that's the part of, like, where it's, like, fun. I think it definitely, I mean, there's so much to fill out from a, you know, cinemagraphic perspective with, you know mental disorders and whatever and someone who's got tons of them and they have superpowers to boot so like no idea what that <coughs> would mean maybe it's a creation of his own mind that like can take him away it doesn't have to be anything that we understand as being like alien or whatever I don't know I think I really like Aubrey Plaza in the role she's fucking excellent I'm so glad that she's getting more work than just being like uh, what was her character on Parks and Recreation? April Ludgate. April. Yeah, I just I'd be disappointed if all of her career was just being her April. <coughs> but that's over not. Over. But that's not even true. Like she's been in movies where she's not playing an April Ludgate. She's type fucking playing. Was it that Ingrid Goes West? I mean, she was basically just being more of a disassociated like girl. Like she's I never. Mean, she's got. She's got a little bit of like that like um, very disaffected like you know twenty something thing going on. But she was straight up crazy in uh, in Ingrid Goes West, and I think it was a little bit more of a departure from the Aver Ludgate types. Well, my like, I guess my point is that I'm glad she is creating a much more diverse portfolio, and that a studio aren't just pigeonholing her into just being that character because it's very right. easy. As a for 25 her. year old, we're really worried about her being pigeonholed. No, because that's how people. And I have no idea she's 25. That's yeah. how they're. That's how people on their careers fast is like you have a longstanding character in one thing. And they're like, oh, let's just plug and play them into a couple different areas. And it's like, what happened to uh, Michael Sarah, right? For sure, and uh, Elijah Wood before him. That's not quite true because they, not they were life. given tons of opportunities. Uh, all also, anyone said is, "Hey, let's get that Frodo guy to be Frodo in this movie." Get Frodo. I want a Frodo <laughs> type for this movie, but he's in Wilfred, which yeah. is not a Frodo type. I know, at all. and he's also in uh, what you might call it, uh, Detective Agency. Uh, it's it's a it's a it's a I TV know show. It's a very good one. Yeah. It's paranormal detective agency. It's really oh, enjoyable. Okay. He but he intentionally picks like quirky characters. He has fuck you yeah. Lord oh, yeah. Rings money. No, 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 no. yeah, he does. But Michael Sarah, I think, is a better example of that, where he played this sort of like socially awkward, like you know, like twenty something. Agree. Yes, and it was very. Which is why Scott Pilgrim. So he's gonna. Hey, Scott Pilgrim annoyed me. Get a cocaine habit. Star in Party Monster Two, he and was... then. 
This is a Macaulay Culkin reference that no one oh. seems to care about. He was he was in. People uh, don't care about references you point twi- out. He was in the, the Twin Peaks series that just came out. He Mike, played someone totally different. Michael Sarah was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I had, I didn't see the new Twin Peaks yet. So oh, he played friend. someone was who was trying to be James Dean esque because he was different from his parents and didn't. They were the police officers. Oh, you know, I have a save in my DVR. I gotta go watch to go go and watch it. Well, again, like it does a. I think the end point is, is like, it's not whether or not they have one or two different roles. It's like that they are known for more beyond there. And I feel like Michael Sarah still has, unfortunately, that, like, oh, that's Michael Sarah character. Yeah. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, uh, to Clark's point, though, like, he hasn't been in a lot of stuff lately, and, like, him coming back into Twin Peaks. Slowly biding his time. Maybe. Biding his time. Cool. So let's talk about some comics. Uh, we have three issues. We have uh, Astonishing X-Men... Number eight, Generation X, uh, number eighty-seven, which is the last issue, and then we have X Men Gold, number twenty-three. Why don't we start with Gen X? <laughs> what was that? Uh, yeah, Gen X sounds great. Uh, uh, are you guys I... done blowing? Each other yeah, Brett and I were miming uh, blowjob motions for uh, some reason. This is, is, that, is that how you blow guys? God, explain so Wait, much about your day. Uh, no, it's how I blow three guys at once. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now I'm impressed. <laughs> we got into a weird thing. We were trying to show off who was better technique. It was odd. I agree. I admit we should be paying attention to Generation X, which had the best artwork Generation X has had. Really? Like it looks exactly the same. No, I, I think, think it's better. I think, he, well, one, I've always liked uh, Emil Carpina more than you guys have, but I do think like he's gotten better as the series has gone, come along. I think this... This so like oh, when more, when yeah. uh, implate is like throwing a person like on panel on on page that two, is a good yeah. they're they're leaning forward they're leaning toward the camera but their arm is proportionate throwing back as opposed to like yes. a giant oversized arm or to being yeah. like a twiggy kind of weird thing I think the perspectives have gotten a lot better I, I think agree the perspectives with that. got better and there were fewer lines like excess lines which I think make people just look older or look. Yes. And more deformed. And I love the the page of the original Gen X characters basically trying to uh, give an exorcism to M. Yeah, where they're that, all touching her. They're all touching her, and they like like it's the remembering consent. No, uh, without no, it. Without no, it. no, no. She's it was a her, bad person, and you it was can her, touch people without consent. <laughs> they're they're bad. Bad. It was her hashtag M two moment. <laughs> yes. Um, but I like, you know... Like, Jesus Christ, Kayla. What? I, oh, oh, no. <laughs> Didn't even like, think about it. You, <laughs> such a delayed <laughs> reaction. No, we all heard it, but I don't know. I was just saddened by it first. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I love, like, the old the scenes from the old Gen X uh, comic where they all had their little adventures. Um, there was... Uh, is that Was that uh, Paige Guthrie holding the giant dog right there? Uh, e- uh, wait, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, I thought so. No, I thought it was a stuffed animal. Right, but... It's yeah, but it's a page. Oh. Page. The girl, not yeah, a stuffed animal. Because it's all on... The, it's, their, it's supposed to be their, like, arcs. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't fully understand the... So that was just all their experiences. That's all their experiences. A couple of them. Some of them seem more so, played out than others. I mean, I understand, like, the series had to be truncated, but I definitely... One of the tropes I really hate is the power of love can, like, save oh, you. Oh, yeah. And so this was like, oh, like, like, M, like, all we had all these memories together and blah, blah, blah. You know, just, like, reject your evil brother who's possessing you. I don't know. It's kind of like the Care Bear stereotype. But it was like a hearty ending. Like this I whole think. Se- oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. This whole issue was Care Bear stare. It was, uh, but I did I... not expect the villain to look like that. Oh yeah, that's oh yeah, he always looks like that. That he definitely looks like that. He's like, uh, 
He's super creepy when Chris Boccolo, who's the artist mm. of the original Gen X, drew him and was like, wow, it was like really unsettling. Um, like, the action was good, but I, like, I think what Christina Strain uh, excels at is the way she writes interpersonal relationships and romance. Yeah. Like, the the uh, page where you have, um, what's his face? Um, um, Nathan and Benji. Nan- I can never remember their names. Where they, like, have their first kiss, and, like, you know, he sees his memories. It was so... Wait, didn't they already ki- Didn't they kiss? No, they kissed over, like, uh, or, uh, uh, over the cloth. Yeah, so they actually kissed, and hot. they... Hot cloth action. Hmm. I just don't like that they both have the same haircut. Do all young gay men have? Hair have you? Swiped to the, when, oh wait, now lately, Never only mind. when they have the hair. And uh, it's a Nazi oh, look. So yeah, well, no, only Nathan. Only Nathan. Fucking dick. Oh wait, but you're right. You know what? There's. It's still not per- per- perfect. Look at this squirrel perspective. <laughs> Oh, oh, and it's leaning over the frame. It's like a giant squirrel holding a cloth. Um, also, what the fuck does that mean? You never told me what your deal was with the rat. And she's yeah. like, don't worry, Trevor, I'll handle it. It's I like a joke I, from a shitty I, movie. I hope it was the I'm finger rat. like, what? <laughs> I hope it was the finger rat that ate that the man's finger. Oh, yeah. Oh. The finger rat makes all the deals. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure if this comic had gone on for four more issues, we'd get a backstory about the rat. I hope. I really thought the whole interaction between Nathan, Morph, and Quentin was really fun. Yeah. Like, I thought their whole, di- their whole dynamic is the kind of thing I would like to see in more relationships, like in TV shows or comics or what have you. Yeah. Because I. More, whatever his Benji, actual name. Benji. Benji. Okay. Like the triangular, like that's a real love triangle that's actually interesting to me because it's like Look everyone like, seems at good pl- in play. Yeah. And it's like, I just think it's a lot of like interesting passions or connections to each other that like everybody cares about each other. No one really knows fully what it is. And I like that. Um, so I know this book is ending. Um, a little sad about that because I thought it was one of the better of the resurrection titles. But I hope these characters. Which one did you think was better? Um, I like Astonishing more, good, probably. Good point. Um, all but it's... All Wolverine is a great... Yeah. Oh, All the Wolverine, yeah, which I... It's hard for me to think of that as a Resurrection title, because it, it came out before Resurrection. And um, you don't want it to get sullied by this entire... <laughs> yeah. <person>. Basically. <laughs> but I hope these characters, like, show up actively in the other X-Books. Like, that I happened... Don't. You don't like anybody? I don't want them to be there at all. Where do you want them to go? I don't know. Into the ether. Like, all the other characters. Like, anal? Yeah. Just anal in the back. I want my new X-Men back. Well, but I was actually going to use new well, X-Men as an example. Once new X-Men, X-Men ended, that. they integrated the characters like uh, anal and uh, <laughs> Hellion and, uh, um, you know, and Surge and others like more into the, the books. And I'm hoping no, we see that. Surge has basically vanished forever. She shows up for one single page. I'm talking about recently, but I'm talking about like after New X-Men ended and the few years yeah. after that, like she showed up more well, like certainly. blindfold, blindfold. like I hope that happens. Oh, blindfold, yeah. Uh, with these characters. I um, like them. Great use of Jubilee's fireworks by the way. Yeah, this is the oh, first time I've liked Jubilee as a character. The special only use effects. of Jubilee's yeah, fireworks. Yeah, I agree. Well, I like the special effects. They looked really nice in the... Yeah. I, so, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. What are they talking about with the colorless cards and the five color cards? I think it was just a fake game, right? To be like, <laughs> that's my boyfriend. He's so quirky. Wait, what? But I just what? don't understand it at all. It's Central Park a few so days So there are later. five color cards. Yes, and there are also colorless cards. So, so there, there are six, six color, color cards. cards. Except the colorless card 
specifically isn't a color. What what the fuck's happening here? Yeah, that seems like dialogue that you would you would think like, oh, we would be like it would end in a punchline like someone's walking. Hey, up. tell me about that game that you like. Oh What's it God, called? This is a color crazy cars. Game. Someone needs to interrupt us right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or it would be like. Man, that's such a crazy, weird game. Oh, hey, Jubilee, what's going on over here? <laughs> oh, hey, Jubilee. No, hey, Jubilee, what are you doing? Joining us on our podcast and Mickey Mouse. Uh, are you enjoying the podcast, Jubilee? Wait, there's a weasel. <laughs> well, so it's over now, real quick. for. Oh, wait, I didn't even notice this. What? Oh, I like that, actually. Which one? Nature Girl is talking to the squirrel. The squirrel runs off of the sheet. I'm not paying attention to the sheet. And then the squirrel helps put the sheet up and make it into a bag. Uh, oh, that is actually great. I like that. Oh, that I didn't notice that either. Oh, what a great like little like detail. Because there's this squirrel just down here. Yeah, he's yeah, just, yeah. Like, Climbing in the tree. Yeah, he's fucking doing his biz. Good for you, squirrel. Make things yeah. happen. How the fuck did that squirrel tie and hang a giant banner he's that also flipped open? Squirrel. The minute she was standing there. Thumb. The squirrel has opposable right, thumbs. What else do we gotta talk well, about? Well, that's the perfect I... summation of Gen X in a nutshell. So I wouldn't even bother to ask you how you guys felt the twelve issue run was. Yeah. Let's move on to the next issue. Uh, I just got. Go ahead. It seemed like you get a boyfriend and you get a boyfriend and yeah. you get a boyfriend. It was just wouldn't fucking stop. We've got like seventy five couples that show up here, and then suddenly you mean Mer- two? Oh no, Jono and Jubilee as and well. And Mercury and, and Roxy. And Mercury. Yeah. What? At the end there, in, in the surprise scene, Mercury and, and Roxy are holding hands. Wait, what the fuck? This is in the background. Yeah. But what about? Yeah. Also, no. There's another one. Glob Herman and Angel. <laughs> oh, yeah, see every Pixie. fucking person. Pixie. Yeah, but like they they showed they showed their relationship in the background. I know they've been showing it consistently yeah. throughout. Yeah. I mean, I also agree. Hindsight is a great name for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got a no, a no anal, excuse me, with like some wife beater on in this. Oh yeah, he looks good. He's been working out. Always the wife beater, I mean, never the we wife. We do have uh, Glob Herman. I don't. Kasari. That was awful. Wait, what did he say? No, like, don't repeat it. Wait, what did you say? Always the wife beater, never the wife. Oh. No. There's a lot of layers to that. I no. No, that's terrible. That's worse than my, like, M- M2 joke. No, it's not. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I even get it. There, There this isn't is anything to get. Yeah. It's a shirt. Kaylin's making something up out of nothing. Well, no, because you can overanalyze it, and then you could say, like... You can't overanalyze it. You could say it, there's a, per, a closeted oh, gay man who is married to a woman, and then he unfortunately physically abuses her because he's, unfra- he's afraid to come out himself. I yeah. want Krakoa... Is that not what you were thinking? And Quentin to have sex. I, I just didn't want to think about Let's it. Let's all walk time. away from this topic slowly without Krakoa talking about it. I prefer Nature Girl. I want Krakoa and uh, Husk to make out. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Does Toad still have a thing for Husk? I don't know. He's not in this series. No, Does but... Krakoa have a thing for Husk? Does Husk have a thing for him? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, didn't you read it? Oh, yeah. It was all that. over uh, issue eight. Oh, I might have missed that. <laughs> Stop talking <laughs> like that. <laughs> all right. More let's talk about... Uh, let's go to Astonishing. No, but why are we Brody saving is. the worst for last? What? Let's just talk about gold. Let's not gold out of the way. Let's talk about gold. Gold, which is not even the worst issue of this. I I didn't hate it. I did not hate it. You didn't? No, No, I didn't hate it. I didn't care about it at all. I'm glad that Lydia Nance has an... uh, Oh, God. Her backstory is kind of dumb. It's boring. Her backstory is kind of dumb. She Um, was beaten by Namor. 
And also, the cover has nothing to do with what's in happening in the book. I think they probably made that cover for the last issue and then just said... It's like, oh, look, it. look, I am no longer Prestige. I am now Hound? Yeah, why are they so scared about even, that? She's not even in the issue. Um, oh, Christ. I hate this, um, I hate this book not? so much. Uh, Rachel. She's in a little bit. Yeah. She is. She's sleeping. She plans. I like that they're unconscious. Hey, guess what? I'm not sleeping. Yeah. I'm just laying on the floor. Everyone's, <laughs> everyone's playing possum. Her one line in the whole magma. book is Mesmero. We're all on the side. Yeah, I love that. I can't wake Magma up. What is the point of her being in this entire like rollout of the storyline? I liked uh, the fake out though of um, all the other like villains in X Men Gold. Why is Shaw there? Shaw was has a bit in Gold, has he? None of it. They're not any of them aren't there. Right? No, I'm saying they were all like in the previous arcs of this run. Right, but Sebastian Shaw was not. I felt it was like just nonsense. I don't know. For whatever reason, I felt like he was, but I guess I didn't. Remember. I was trying to piece it together, but I couldn't. I feel like Did they like talk to him? Maybe scene where they spoke to him. Yeah, maybe they talked to him during like the. Because if not, that's the greatest trick Mesmero has ever pulled. <laughs> Shut the fuck Making up. Making you think <laughs> he he's just that good. <laughs> he's just that good. Um, Storm got a couple of lines in. Let's yeah. all note that. She said, don't worry, kitten, I'm sleeping. She also said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, So when Kitty's in jail, she has Jennifer Walters like being her lawyer. Is Evangeline not around to be the mutant lawyer That's anymore? That's what I, people asked. I don't know. Because didn't she show up in previous iterations? Who was Evangeline? Why Evangeline, she remember she was in Gifted. She's the one who's got the dragon No, arm. no, she, no, she, that wasn't her. Oh, yeah, it was her, wasn't it? Yeah, oh. it was... Yeah, it was Evangeline. Okay, and, that's where she turned. But up. she's like she's yeah. the mutant lawyer. She so like, I'm surprised. I, I don't know. I don't know where what the status of her is currently. So I'm surprised. Single that you, mutant lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the book ends with the big rock monster from uh, the Negative Zone coming back for vengeance against the X Men. And what a shitty use of a nihilus. I know. <laughs> Wait, how do you pronounce it? Is that how you pronounce Annihilus? I, I always say Annihilus. Anilihilus. No? Anaconolingus? Oh, I thought Anilihilus. 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 Yeah, the rolls off you're, the you're, an, you're Anilist, so then you're, it's Anihilus. Anihilus. Yeah, Annihilus. I think Annihilus makes more sense. Annihilus makes, it rolls off the tongue better. Yeah. But like, Annihilus is a great villain in the fact oh, that Oh, you like, had sex with him? Mm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was... I mean, look at him. God, he's so... <laughs> He's cut. He looks like he's about to attack Spider-Man. What are you talking about? He looks like the green fucking goblin. Yeah, he, bit, he used to fight right the there. Fantastic Four. And then he also had a fantastic space voyage in the early 2000s. Was that when... Uh, yeah, uh, mid-2000s. Uh, Annihilation, Annihilation was, was so fucking good. Annihilation was awesome. And so was Annihilation Conquest. Yeah, but yeah. let's start talking about good things and start talking about the fact that the, the, the god is here. Who's ready to step through a portal? Huh? Oh yeah. The what hap- so what the happens when he he's, an, he's an ent in like in like you know basically a pencil skirt? Does he you know? swim in yeah. space? Like what happens when you get through the portal and you're in space, and then you're stuck? Like how does he move? What do you what do you leverage yourself off of? Does he go forward? But there's no there's no air in space. Well, look, he's obviously picking up his. There's foot an air in space museum there. Get on space. the other side. Yeah. He steps on the... All he has to do is step on the hook of the the portal and then just jump off. I, honestly, this feels like like all the greatest hits of all the stuff that was the worst. Like, yeah. Let's just go back to all the villains you faced before. Would you call it the greatest misses? I, that would be a better way of saying it, but not one that would go be worth going back Where to. Where do you think uh, Pyro's going to go? Maybe he'll join the X-Men. Ugh. 
pretty interesting. We don't need that. Avalanche is really sexy with his helmet on. Mm. <laughs> Why? He just Look looks at him. Look at that helmet on. Look at that body. Yeah, it looks like a great chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sit on that, though. Um, That's what I just said. Uh, like, there are too many muscles in his body. Wait, so why wouldn't Kitty phase through to Mesmero's head and just, like, kill him? Because she's not a murderer. She's not a murderer. Until she has to murder her. Or she's a murderer. Her. <laughs> so why didn't you just put her finger through his nose and then just, like, and then turn it on and, like, break his Chop face? His nose oh, off. or, like, pick some boogers? Something, yeah. yeah. Just anything. Do you think Jesus. he has boogers? It's Mesmero. Well, I'm so glad we had such a great build-up to Lydia Nance at the beginning of this last year so that she could be used as a random prop for no reason. Also, the the thing that annoys me about the giant rock monster, whatever, uh, Scythian? Scythian? Tom. Tom. Is one of my my, least favorite tropes is when there is a new character that's supposed to be super badass and no comes in and, and they and they away. knock away somebody who's supposed to be like has been established as a badass character right. which is what he does with Annihilus yeah it's like oh look how amazing my new character it's like no he's a goddamn ant the bigger the, the bigger problem is that they will probably beat him up in the next issue and that will be the end of it so it's like you just someone who literally had an no, entire series around this out they're gonna build a storyline around this they're yeah, gonna talk the about the out. plight the characters have to face and how big of a problem it is and they're all gonna overcome their issues this whole idea that like you have a character who had gigantic wonderful arcs about them being such Dude, a just major villain tits if you are they isn't this gonna be the other team who fights them Oh, like that's what it's gonna do the switcheroos. Yeah, yeah, so it's like Magic and Iceman and Rogue and a few other people. That'll be fun. Um, so the cover for the next issue actually looks really cool. I'll say oh, that. All the covers, yes, covers look that's great. nice artwork. Yeah. It's easy to make a cover look great. You don't have to have a story. <laughs> oh well, why didn't you make a cover look? Great? Not if you're not if you're this issue of X Men Gold's cover. It looked like a good cover, but not a good cover for the issue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the, I'm sure the next issue will have nothing to do with them having, like, X's on their back and, like, you know, being in handcuffs. Oh, I get it. They're X's. Yeah. Wait, what's up? Uh, old Man Wolverine's gone, right? Yeah, he yeah, left. He took, uh, he took off the previous well, why issue. Why is he in the fucking next issue's cover? Is he? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, you're right. That's uh, because somebody didn't get the memo. Wait, is that he's, not Colossus? No, no, he's talking about the Colossus little at the very the little, the, one. The little one at the, at the bottom. So you've got, you've got oh, Colossus, yeah. Kitty, and Storm. That's not Gabertooth? No, why would he be in this? I'm just saying he looks pretty gay. Gabertooth? Yeah, he's got like a puffy jacket on. Wow, hey guys, my name is Gabertooth. <laughs> I'm, here to, I'm here to have fun and do cat stuff. Meow. <laughs> Wolverine and I have a... So he's Snagglepuss? Like, That's what you, super, yeah. No, I really like this cover's really nice artwork. Fight yeah, the art looks beautiful. I love Storm's look in this. What about Astonishing? Yeah, let's go on to a better X title. Uh, Astonishing. I really like this. Oh, it's great. It's really good. I'm um, so glad they didn't drop their concern about who the fuck this X guy is. I'm so happy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Where they're just like, oh, they just like hand wave, yeah. like, oh, this is the new Professor X, and we're just gonna move on. Yeah. No, it's really disconcerting. Yeah, they, they, that the fact that they had Psylocke in the last one go into the mind and then talk to Phantom X, and you know, I was concerned that that might not really be Phantom X, that it's just some projection, right. or whatever. Yeah. And now all of them are still like, yeah, who the fuck are you creating new problems for us and acting like yeah. we're supposed to still trust you? 
I love the page, by the way, of Proteus get, taking Bishop's gun. Yes. And, like, shooting. shooting himself to, like, get more powerful. Yeah. What there, a great, there's great a ton use of to panels. like about this issue. I think there's so much dynamics. And this goes to our earlier point we were talking about before the podcast of, like, there's just so much conversation and actual discussion in this issue and character play that I really enjoy. Whereas, like, what? Did you say it's like ass play? Yeah, exactly. It's not as good as ass play. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But, I mean, just the sheer fact that they spent, like, I don't know, what is that? It looks like almost eight pages of Proteus talking to Psylocke and... X. Yeah, instead yeah. of just being like, what are you doing here? Well, I'm going to fight you, like, tricked you. What like, are you doing here? It's just like, it is such a <laughs> nice reveal of a, doing a villain. Yeah. And, like, they spent time establishing this villain over the course of the book. I like their constant referencing of, like, well, we saw, like, we, we all heard, we didn't fight it, but we heard the stories. Well, like, so, in that, in that, um, dr- like, whatever, the astral plane or dream sequence, uh, um, where they're talking to Proteus when he's human, um, when X, like, pulls out the two guns, like, something is up there, because that's not something Professor X would do, that's right. something that Phantom X would do. That's exactly something like he'd pull out his two guns to try to just like kill the problem. Well, he's so, literally talking in black text still, <laughs> which is also disconcerting. Which it isn't. Wait, That's is that like, how Farouk spoke? Yeah, yeah. Is that how Professor X spoke too? And yes. it, it is okay. Oh, okay. He, he, he also yeah. spoke in the same way. That was the the way that, that I think they conveyed like this is a conversation of the mind versus like yeah. characters who are not you know, using telepathy to kind of talk. This Got it. The end panel is probably one of the most disturbing images I think I've seen Gosh, in an X-Men so comic. so John Carpenter-esque. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's so creepy. The art was beautiful. It reminded yeah. me of, like, a lot of, like, the X-Men artists, like, in the mid-2000s, like a little Mike McCone who drew Exiles, and then he did a, he had a run on Astonishing X-Men with Greg Pak. Yeah, sure. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that makes everyone, sense. everyone at the end had a very normal response to this horror. The funniest response, though, to me is Archangel. Archangel who's like, oh, <laughs> oh geez. he has this like sitcom style hands on the head. Oh, geez, Louise, what's going on here? He oh. is literally the angel of death, and he's like shocked. Yikes, guys! I mean, that's so disgusting looking. Yeah, it is. And what do you think had like? I mean, they obviously just like had to fuse in real life. Like, could you imagine two people just fusing all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, by their mouths. Yeah. Well, hey, Clark, not... Clark and Kalen, put your heads next to each other. Oh God. No. No. <laughs> no. So this Scottish guy. Wait, but cut cut Proteus. a hole in your mouth and then yeah. sew it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you guys have told me Proteus' story before, but I when I'm reading this, I'm like, I'm trying to read this in a Scottish accent, and as I'm reading, I'm like, it's just so hard to read it and like the phonetic spelling yeah. and have it like work together. So the character kind of ultimately came off as pretty douchey. Yeah. He's supposed to be like the Scottish terrifying person. Yeah. Yeah, terrifying. Terif- I mean, he's Proteus a, is not supposed no, to be no, from a Proteus, power perspective. Proteus a, is very terrifying from a character. Like he's just an evil person. Yeah. Like, is this um, a? Do you think this was a sincere effort by Proteus? Like, what am I supposed to make of this interaction? Um. Yeah, I think I think he is supposed to. He's like, look, I don't trust you guys. I think you're just trying to destroy me, and I'm just trying to live. Just let me live. Right. Even though him living is being incredibly destructive. Right. Proteus' like first appearance, really, when the X-Men took him on, it was right before the Dark Phoenix saga. Um, he was utterly terrifying in what he did to like people like in Scotland and near Muir Island. 
and Colossus ends up killing him because he's all metal and his like his weakness is metal. Yeah. And Colossus, who was written, you know, mostly he's written this way, but up to that point, especially as like the most noble of the X Men, right. he had a gentle soul. You know, uh, he doesn't want to kill people. He doesn't want to kill people. He kills Proteus. Yeah. And it's it's such a powerful scene. Um, so were you shook when he's like at that point I was ten years old? Yeah. Because that seemed like a new revelation. Right. Um, I think. I think we're supposed to know that he's pretty young okay. at that point. Yeah, he was always a ki- I mean, in any storyline that I think, even in the cartoon series, he was always a child. That was yeah. the whole idea. Because he was they like freaking out. Because right? so I he's, assumed I was like yeah. getting a new piece of information about this character that no one knew before. He was uh, Moira's child, so Moira was never that old. So like having her having a 10-year-old made a lot of sense. Okay. Um, who was Gilbert Benson? Uh, piecemeal. I told you the last time that he showed uh, Proteus showed up, this version of Proteus, not the Exiles version, he had taken over the body of piecemeal. This extremely large person, it yeah. seems like. Okay. Um, so I actually have a question for you, Clark. Um, when, like, so, w- was Bishop shown between the Cable series where he was, like, the antagonist trying to kill Hope and Astonishing? Because I don't remember. What do you mean? Astonishing what? This, this Astonishing one. Yeah, he was in um, one of the two. Remember, there were two X-Forces happening at the same time? Oh, yes, there Uncanny was one, X-Force. There was one with Spiral and Puck and, I don't know, some Oh, that was Cable and X-Force then, right? No, it was oh, the other one. Oh, Cable un- and X-Force was actually good. Oh, Uncanny X-Force with Storm. Yeah, it was such a bad series. I never read that one. Okay, he so was, the, the entire time he'd been um, taken over by the Demon Bear. That's why he did all the things he did. Oh, that... Mm, it was I, weak. It that's was a weak. that's a we- I hate that <laughs> idea because I I like the fact that Bishop had a heel turn because he didn't want to see his uh, dystopia come come to fruition, so he had to kill Hope, the first mutant uh, born after M Day. Yeah. Um, and it just like it made sense for the character. I mean, they made him very evil, but like I don't like the fact that he was possessed. Um. So maybe. So another. So it could be that. Xavier is not really Xavier in becoming X, mm-hmm. but he might be still Farouk in some way. It could be uh, that he is X and that we should trust him. There's also a possibility that he's still, like, he is. He and Phantom X have synthesized yeah. in some way because there seems to be some dialogue between him and Bishop where he's kind of an asshole right. to yeah. Bishop where he's like, oh, well done, Bishop. Yeah. I'm sure you saved a lot of lives there. Well, the, yes, exactly. Like he's very sarcastic to to Bishop, but but I think the biggest visual cue is him pulling out the psychic guns to take out. Yeah, Proteus. that's very. That is not a Professor X move. That's a Phantom X move. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, we're gonna have to find out. What's that? Weren't we told that um, Professor X was fully coming back and was going to make it out of this series? I were we? I don't remember that. I don't remember either. I don't remember. (laughs) But remember in Phoenix Resurrection. (laughs) He's asking, were we? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I honestly don't remember. Uh, But in the Phoenix Resurrection miniseries, we saw the characters from Astonishing, but we didn't see Phantom X or Professor X. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you saw like Gambit in his outfit. You saw Psylocke, etc., etc. So Uh, let's do issue and MV. Yeah. Um, The other thing I liked was that they had. Island Doolin Castle in there. Oh, from the actual castle is is a real castle. Mm. Oh, and the, is that what it looks like? Yeah. Oh, wow, wow, that is great. It's exactly. The why same. did they? Ch- why did he change the grass blue? Because he absorbed the power. Excuse me, it's Ellen Donan Castle. It's obviously in Scotland. 
What, what, like he's like, oh, I hate this, and then he turns the grass blue, and he's like, oh, better. That's cool. Wait, where does he do that? Right before yeah. here. Oh yeah. I think that was just his like. I have power. Yeah. Photosynthesis. Yeah, I could do whatever. Okay. Yeah. All right, MVP. Uh, why'd you start? All right. Uh, obviously, it's uh, astonishing. It's astonishing again. It's really great. And my MVP character is Glob Herman for macking it for fucking an entire <laughs> X Men series in the background. He doesn't need to overstate his case. <laughs> he can still get it. And Pixie's a babe without yeah. words. Yeah. Sprite. It's Sprite. Sprite. Oh, you, I thought he was with Pixie. No. Uh-oh. He's with everyone. He's Glob Herman. She's blue. He's inflammable. You can't burn him. Um, my MVP, I've got to give it to Generation X, uh, just because it's the end of the series. Um, I think wasn't perfect, but I really enjoyed it. I think Christina Strain knows how to write interpersonal relationships really well. Agreed. I want her to write a romance comic. Um, I think she'd be great at it. My MVP character, that's Squirrel, who put up the sign. Nice. Aww, Clark. What's his name? Um, Astonishing is my number one. And um, the allusion to Finger Rat. I can't use Finger Rat again, finger so this rat. is my third and final time. Finger Rat is my VIP. I wish we had, like, a, yeah, just think in your head of I all the um, and then we just have like a series of clips of finger rat and the fingers scaring around that finger. Yeah. Will you remember me? Uh, mine was astonishing as well. I really enjoyed the book. I'm excited. <clears throat> and like, what's really cool is that again, this is now what issue eight, eight, and they're still in London. <coughs> like this plot line, this overall narrative has not necessarily it's moved places. But, like, it's it's a good use of... I think we said this at the beginning of reading this series. It's a good use of knowing who these characters are and getting them to see them play out, whereas, like, gold is not a good example. Let's put them in eight different territories. Every, every fucking time. Well, it's a good self-contained story, and it's not right. crossing over with anything else, which I appreciate. Um, it's just Charles Sewell's a good writer, and they're getting, like, wonderful artists. And it's, like, four times the amount of text boxes that yeah. a gold issue has. Who's your character? Uh, Buff-ass Mystique. Like, she is fucking more gigantic Damn, than himself. I wasn't even looking at you, because I was checking out Daddy Logan. Jeez. Like, yeah. Good old Logan. She looks like Vaughn. Yeah, actually, that's super funny. She you should like send her that. I'm buff ass friend Vaughn. Serena yeah, Williams. Send her a photo deck. Good you should you. do Mystique for Christmas. For or, Christmas Halloween. Or have her come from Miss Adams Morgan to be part As, of our crew. No, I like Christmas better. Yeah, just <laughs> I'm. This is like instead of Santa, she's Mystique. Yeah. She, like, she's the goddess of Christmas. Ass, yes, honey. Yes. I don't know. Let's end this. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, oh, so oh. the whole bag thing. The reason I had to bag is because I, my mom got this at a grocery store in Front Royal, and since you like the movie the best, it's, oh. a, it's a fancy. Ray. Oh, that's so nice of you, Paul. Uh, yeah. That's why I needed the weird bag situation. I thought you were going to throw up for the entire <laughs> yeah, podcast. That's what I thought, too. I what thought, what? I thought of our, too, so I let it For those of our listeners who kept with us this entire hour, you are in for a surprise. Yeah. So Clark, who's very sweet, got me a bag of Ray from... My mother got me a bag, and I re-gifted. <laughs> well, you re-gifted. You re-gifted. Oh. Um, <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> and that's been Alma Superior. <laughs> of, uh, from, uh, from Last Jedi. And it says, may the force be with you. I love it. Thank you. It's Thanks, a reusable Fox. grocery bag. <laughs> Which is what I need. Really? Oh, my because God. Because Kaylin is... They bought... didn't know. Well, no, but what they don't also don't know is that Kaylin's never bought a grocery in the past six years. I actually went to... You uh, bought a grocery? I went a to... one grocery. I went to Hello, Trader Joe's yesterday. That's not true. Mm. I you know, did. Just walked around. You were just uh, trolling for carrots. Yeah. I did. Was trolling for dick. Yeah. Uh, carrot, <laughs> carrot, hummus and dick. <laughs> <basically>. <laughs> I'm in the party <laughs> section now. <laughs> 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 it was great. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, we're yeah, gonna superior. All right. Glad Clark doesn't have to vomit. This has been Homo superior. Bye. 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 B